What's up, everybody? Uh, Matt DeMarinas here. That's Jordan Scurry. How we doing? Obviously, obviously, he's Scurry. I'm the scrub. Welcome to the new show. Uh, it's kind of like we got, we, got, we, got, we got a little bit for everything. This show is like everything's on the table. Real life, boobs, uh, NBA, NFL, all kinds of things. We're going to so. get into it all. We're going to get into it all. We'll try to do our best and make it as interesting as possible for everybody here. Uh, I think we got something good coming, so stay tuned. And actually, like, just, just like, in talking to you over the years, even if it sucks, I'm going to have fun, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I don't think there's ever a conversation we've had that I would, I got, I was ever, I'd ever left and was like, that sucked. Yeah, that was an enjoyable waste of my time, yeah. Yeah. You it's know? always good. It's always good. So it's always no like. What, even if the fans hate it, I'm going to love this, so let's, let's yeah. do it. Me too, so let's do it. Let's have fun. Uh, I think, like, well, it's a jumping off point. Um just to dive into the hoops part of it, like Creighton, UConn today, obviously, like yeah, winning is fun. Winning is definitely winning, fun. yeah. Well, episode is, one on a win, right? Like that's episode one on a win. Let's let's start that and welcoming UConn back to the Big East on a winning note for us and for you know the Creighton uh, nation, I guess. Uh, it was awesome. It was good to see UConn. Good team though, man. It was a really good game. I here's thought the, they showed. Here's life. the vibe I want from you. Like, I don't know if you follow many UConn fans. But they talk a mess. Like they're I really, so. they, they really, and, they know they know sense. they're good. They know they're good. That so makes like sense. They come in, they're like Creighton, Xavier, Butler, all that nonsense. Like, uh, they just they they they're chirpy. But it's funny. It's funny when it's like when fans interact like that. So I just want like to get your vibe from the East Coast side of it. Yeah, like, no, that's having a great UConn, point. Having UConn back, like in Creighton, handing them a handing them a, a great point. The gate. Like, how's UConn handling? So, well, the one thing I will say, it's so beautiful as a longtime Big East fan and growing up as such a Big East fan, like it's so beautiful to have uh, UConn back in the Big East because just even from what they showed today, that scrappy guard play, that tough guard play that like does fights for 40 minutes and gives you it all in OT, that is the UConn that I grew up loving with the Kemba Walker, Shabazz Napiers, all of them. So it's great to have them back in the Big East. I would have loved to have competed against them, but it was awesome to see today. And I'm glad, I, like I said, I'm glad that Creighton came out on top of this one because it was a, that was a tough game, man. They, they, they put it all out there. And so from being on the East Coast and that East Coast perspective, I'm glad that it's now going to be UConn's competitive again in the Big East. I'm, it's awesome to see. I seriously got caught up like watching that game and it's like, this is what, it's gonna be like every time playing them. They are just oh yeah, it. oh yeah. Especially like Hurley while Hurley's there, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a dogfight. Everyone and think about it too, because you have Creighton's coming off of the St. John's game, and what are St. John's guards known for? Like these are the same type. Of, it's it's very similar in the style of scrappy, like guard play and just tough in it all game. Gonna compete all forty minutes, no let up. Doesn't matter what the score is. So now. That's a you're at, you're just adding another team that has this mentality on the mm-hmm. East Coast in the cold of winter. You got to travel out here if you're creating on these road trips. So like, it's awesome. It's it, it's gonna add more fun and more excitement to the league. I think we saw it today. It was it was an awesome game. Why don't you East Coast Hoopers like playing fun basketball? What is with this dogfight stuff all the time? Like why? Why are you? Is that not fun to you? What do you mean? I, I'm like go, I'm telling you this is fun. Like I'm telling you this is what I this is fun. We grew, up, we grew up on these. This is what's fun to us. I'm sorry. This I'm from the Midwest. So, like, it's all what is like, fun Midwest, to you? Is, what is your, Midwest is like Larry Bird and 
a bunch of like white boys shooting three pointers and stuff. Like that's oh, what that's Midwest cool. basketball is about. Like, no, you don't want that. You no, East you Coasters are like you guys are trying to like. No, you want you want get game. up in everybody's yeah. chest and like talk yeah, East trash Coast is game that like, yeah, it's game that builds character. Game that builds care. That's who you are. Okay. After that, because you you can have a game, you can have a smooth little yeah. He was hot. He was shooting. But it's these games when somebody's all up in you, somebody's guarding you 94, somebody's picking you up, talking junk in your ear, all like that's that's character. That's how you that's how you can tell who a player is after that. Yeah. All right. Sure. I felt I felt like I watched like a Do you not have a do you, I mean I just felt like we could have stuck you I not, felt like we could have stuck that game in Rucker Park, you know what I mean? Like just like just gone exactly. out there and played it. Exactly. That's where we could have played that. But game. how again, so but how, so again, how impressive is it now? that this Creighton team from the Midwest with all these guys are like such a good team that they can play your little, the Midwest style that you're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. And also beat two New York scrappy guard teams like this. Like it's, it's yeah. very telling of how good this team is. I mean, it's, I just thought, I, 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 I think not a lot of, not a lot right. of teams can do both. I think you're right. Because like today was different too, because Mm -hmm. None of the offensive numbers were there, um, you know. And book night, we'll talk about him in a second. Good God! Uh, yeah, he outscored. He outscored Marcus Mitch and Denzel by himself, and Creighton won that game. Hey, he got busy, man. I know, but Creighton he won that busy. game though. Like how Marcus Mitch and Denzel got outscored by one that's dude and they won. Yeah. Like but that's, that's what a character. That's a character about, game. That's You're how right. good. That's yeah. how. Mm -hmm. That's a character game because that's how good the Creighton team is this year in the sense that they can have like. I talked to some of the guys after the game and they were like, you know, like, it's like, you know what? A guy like, he can have a game like that as long as I did what I needed to do for us to win. Mm. Like, I, I'll take my meaning to do what I need to do for us to win over him. Like, if, if 40 and the L is 40 and the L. It's an L. So, yeah, like, I mean, like, it's, yeah, right. I think it's, yeah. So, I think it's much more telling of how connected and the fight of this Creighton team was like, it, it was all there. I liked it. It was awesome to see. Yeah. It was definitely like a toughness, a toughness advertisement. Like, look, this Creighton team likes to shoot it and share it and mm -hmm. get up and down the floor and play high scoring. But if you grind them, they're good. Like they can win games like that. Like the thing. So you want to, you want to get into the book night thing? Because he, there was the one. He's the one, nice, dude. He's so nice. He's good. Oh my he's God. Good. He's a very, He's he can't get sped up. You can't speed him up. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah. He was never sped up. No, Even, he played it. Yeah, he played so, it on pace. And so the one thing that, and if you when you go watch it again, you're gonna see the one thing that he killed on every time was when Christian would when the ball screens would happen and Christian's bailing out of the ball screens to go cover the big end. So he's running hands high. He was able to still keep his dribble and get yeah. around. Like I, I watched it back and I was like, there was a, there was like five times in the like first half where he got around and just got a bucket, but it was like the first three, it was like, and eh, maybe Christian left a little bit early, but the last two, it was like, no, he didn't leave earlier. He just kept his dribble alive so well, he was able to manipulate the defense still. And I was like, that's when you're just going to have a tough time dealing with that because it's not like, it's not like there was a problem with the ball screen read after they figured that out. Like, it's not like there was no, it's not like there was no adjustment made. They right. definitely saw that, but he still was able to create after they knew. So I actually I saw, credit. I actually I saw credit. a lot of that in the game. They're like, why isn't Creighton adjusting to stop him? Like 
They are. They're trying. They were. Yeah. They, were throwing, they, were. They, they threw so much at that dude. And yeah, he, they did. And he was just going off. It was like, they wow. did. His they finishes at the rim are just unbelievable, dude. Like, they are. He has so some crazy hang time. His body yeah. control. Yeah. His body control is serious. It was absurd. Like, but, but yeah, like they threw, I'm pretty sure like three or four different dudes had cracks at guarding him. Yeah. Ball screen coverages were, like you said, they tried different things. Like they didn't just let, mm-hmm. they didn't just let Book Knight go off and like and, bank on the and, fact and, that he could And like I was saying, because it wasn't like, he, and it wasn't like he was holding it too long. Like at, when he was getting the screens, like, because Christian was bringing him up, like he was kind of getting him towards half court. He wasn't bringing him all the way there, but he was getting him to half court. And it was like, Christian knew he needed to get back because if he he threw that pass a couple of times and ended up in dunks. Mm-hmm. So Christian was like, mm-hmm. all right, I need to make sure I'm getting back. And so I thought he did a good job of it, but his ability to keep his dribble alive in attack was, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah. I think uh, I haven't rewatched it to see how like totally effective it was, but over the last 15 minutes, Denzel Mahoney, mm-hmm. um, like locked onto that oh, dude yeah. and did not let him get off. Cause mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. Denzel's not as quick as Tyshawn. I think he might be a little bit longer. I think his wingspan is six ten and Tyshawn's was about six eight. He knows angles though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Denzel, I, I thought Denzel. Are, I thought Denzel did a really good job of fighting through those screens because he got hit by a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So that's tough too, because mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, when a big body's hitting you like that. And you got a guy like Book Knight who's as good as he is getting off of him. I mean, it's just tough to recover. Right? If you get behind, you're basically getting beat at that point. Yeah. But I thought he did a really good job of just like, you know, making things tough for him. Didn't let his he was swatting at the ball a lot, like making it a little bit uncomfortable. And just just I think I, I honestly just think the simple change of changing who was guarding him like threw him off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You know, you're going off on somebody, you thinking this person I'm going off on all the time. Why why am I not gonna keep going off? Yeah. Second, second, you change that, you could kind of see the change in his mental where it was like he wasn't even trying to take this. He was trying to change the way he was attacking because the person who guarding him changed. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's an advantage us, like <laughs> right there. So, plus Denzel's more physical. So you like, I mean, it has to be for a scorer if you're like on, and then a guy just is really physical with you on a couple of possessions. You probably feel different about you. Like, to- and remember, he was hitting early. So he was hitting jumpers early. So it wasn't like, and he was hitting threes early. So it wasn't like they didn't have to get out to him early. Like he hit his, I think he hit his first three within the first two minutes. Yeah. So like you had to get out to him after that. Cause you know, he's a volume shooter. Like that's probably what it said on the scout report, volume shooter. If he hits one, you got to take a little bit more space and so on and so forth. So like once he hit a couple, obviously you take that space away. He became that lethal driver that we saw all game. And that's why he was able to get those points. But, I'm just impressed Creighton was able to neutralize him. Like, I know I'm sitting here telling you Creighton just won a game and a dude scored 40 on him. Yeah, like I'm, I wasn't Creighton able got, to. Say Creighton that. got 40 pieced. They shot 26. No, 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 no not 40 pieced. No, not 40. Creighton got 40. Just say 40. We used 40? to say that in high school. Yeah, it's the most disrespectful you thing you could do in high school. We used to say that. Oh, he got 40. That's like, oh, that's, <laughs> like, 40. and so like Creighton got 40, 40. and, and they still won. Mm-hmm. Son of yeah. a good team. Son of a good it, team. I mean, it's hard to take away anything but that. Like, I know people have a really high ceiling for this team. And I we get got, But it's like, UConn's good. Side note. 
you know how good of a team I was on one time? You know, I'm, I'm just not, not that it still hurts me to this day. We got 50. Marcus Howard 50 would us and yeah. we should have won that game. Yeah. That's how good of a team we were at that time too. So like, I remember that. That's all I'm saying. Like was, running back court, to now. I was, I was courtside. I remember him. That was, yeah. that's still one of the most craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, he just did not want to miss. No, short side. No, we don't need to go too deep on that. It was just, it was, but I'm just saying, like I've yeah, seen, to bring up best, uh, see, we just lost like a hundred listeners with that right there. Yeah, probably. Like, oh, I don't want to talk I'm about sorry. This I'm stuff. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Come, guys. come back. Come I, back. We got some, you. Some some things still make me bitter sometimes when I think about them, and I'm out here trying to draw parallels. So I apologize. But. I love it. I love it. But I mean, he. I mean, second team preseason all Big East. Someone messed up. Someone. Was all he, those. He's all first. Those wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Someone messed. He's first team. So like, don't tell me after. Just because he gets 40, now he's first team? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, he 40 Creighton. Okay. Um, Creighton's the pre- preseason number two team in the league. Okay. But just because you, you do okay. – If he – oh, hold up a minute. If he's 40 Creighton, what's he going to do to, like, DePaul? We have to find out. Yeah, because DePaul's we can't gonna... just – we we can't just – no, no, no. We can't just say because – I'm saying. Really? Because he scored 41. You think this is going to be – George, You think Georgetown's going to stop him? You think St. John's is going to stop him? I think they'll have different looks for him. I don't think they'll guard him the same way Creighton will either. I would. They have, they have I, different, would, I would say different. He, he drops 40 again on somebody. Oh, I, I think he drops 40 again, but, like, I don't – is, it, is he going to be – is he going to be a consistent? Is he going to be a consistent? I, I Actually, I won't even say I he mean, will drop 40 again. I say he could, but I won't – um, is he going to – I'll really say it. I think he'll drop 40 again. And if, you, if you're capable of dropping 40 twice, you're a first-teamer. Oh, see, you got me wanting to get into a whole nother how many four, How many guys, how many second-teamers you know can get 40? Like, I mean, I just don't, I mean, who, so who are you going to, so if you're putting him first team, who are you putting him above now? That's my only problem. I mean, let me, let me look it up. Like, let's see who they, who they've got. Like, I remember I'm, I'm thinking, like, tree. wasn't Charlie, Charlie Moore was a first teamer. Knock that dude off. Yeah, there it All is. All right, there you go. You, the, if that's true. Close case right now. Yeah, I did not know that was first team. I I didn't know that. That's what I mean. Charlie Moore was preseason. My first, my first. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. That 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 one's easy. That one's easy. I'm not even gonna get too deep into that. That was that's. You don't. Yeah, you don't need to. Case closed. Who voted on that? Who 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 put who said that? The coaches. All right. The same coaches that voted Miles Powell over Tyshawn for player of the year last year. Yeah, I don't know. That's that was a tough one. Okay. The same coaches that voted Romaro Gill defensive player of the year over Tyshawn. All right, yeah, year. there we go. There we go. There's my problem. Right? There Who was the best go. defender in the league last year? It it absolutely Tyshawn Alexander. I mean, it wasn't even not close. Even close. Not yeah. even close. Not even close. No, it wasn't. I, Tyshawn Alexander is one of the hardest dudes i've ever like tried to score on in my life really like yeah most difficult i should say <laughs> most difficult i've ever had to try scoring on. didn't he used to i don't want to name names but didn't he used to grab a dude like just one of you after practice one time and just try to see if they could get a bucket on him i remember a yeah. few of those yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was his fa- 
Yeah, he he did. I that won't name him. names, but I'm just and saying, there's some dudes right now who are really good, and Ty mm-hmm. would be like, "Come try to score on me," like mm-hmm. three or four mm-hmm. times after practice, and like, he oh would yeah. just like stuff. No, Ty. Yeah, that's how he because Ty he was that was his thing. Even when we were on the road, he used to always, and I would be one of the dudes who would be like, "All right, I'll play one on one with you anywhere on the road." I didn't care because it's like if Tyshawn scores on me, it's Tyshawn. I score on Tyshawn, he gets mad. So it's like it's fun for both of us. Like gotcha. it's and so no. But yeah, he is very difficult to. He just has a knack for the ball that's like none other. That it's like you think you're comfortable and you're not. Mm-hmm. You that's think what... you're, he he lets you feel like you're comfortable. You're like, oh, I'm about to get into my. Got you. Yeah, He's he got a knack for it. He was nasty. He had a shirt. He, he see that for it. see that late three he hit the other day against the Lakers. I did. I did see that. Okay, I, think he, I, I really think he can make that roster, man. I think he can help that team. I don't know about that roster because they added a bunch of pieces that they're putting them. Uh, I, 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 think he can, I think he's a leaguer, though. I don't even think it's close. I mean, I he's think just, he's a leaguer. Absolutely. He's got like, the through, skills through. for it. Like, it's, he's got the, he's skills, got the skills, the size. The work ethic. Yeah. All of it. He just – I just thought that that was going to be such a good team for him because, like, with what they, they have, like, their key pieces – he could be – he just has a skill set to be, like, a utility guy, like, mm-hmm. for anybody. Like, just a three – he could be, obviously, a 3 and D guy just to fill up fill and then expand on that. And that's why I'm like, he could be the basic and then also add so much to his game and be what a team needs. But I don't know. There's a whole part of the NBA that is, like, mysterious to me when guys make it and guys don't, so – for sure. I just hope the, I hope the best for him. Yeah, I just think he's got like he's gonna work hard and he's skilled. So like, and he's he's got good size. Mm-hmm. So like, all that's gonna translate eventually, even if it doesn't happen right away. Hey, and he's got CP3 in his corner, man. North Carolina guys mm-hmm. going for each other. That's true. Yeah, don't think it's not about who you know at the NBA level. Yeah, no, it's and it's not about everywhere. And you don't know, you don't think CP3 knows how good of a dude Tyshawn is, like. Right. Yeah, he's in. I mean, LeBron's been bit, LeBron's been putting James Jones on rosters for like ten years. After <laughs> like, come on, exactly, yeah. exactly. Even if Tyshawn's a bum, if he has friends, he'll be there. Yeah, no, he'll he'll do well. Uh, like so, I didn't get to see that Xavier game because I was on. Uh, mm. I was rapping with Mo on this one, but like, yep, yep. That what the hell? That was insane, man. All I know is I tuned in, so I was watching, like, the last eight minutes flipping back between that and watching my, you know, New England Patriots miss the playoffs <laughs> for the, like, first time, I think, in my life. But, so Tom Brady is um, good then, yeah. Please don't talk about our ex. Um, yeah, no, the Xavier game, <laughs> it was crazy. All I know is the last – it gave me the feeling in – in I'm just at home. It gave me the feeling of Creighton Savior games. Yeah. Because it was like the Creighton Savior game, whether it was at the Century Link or the Creighton Savior game in uh, Madison Square Garden, because it was like down to the wire, something's going to happen that's going to be like you had the feeling in the last two minutes, something was just going to happen that was going to be dramatic for either team. Went. I did not think it was going to be a killer three. I did not. I really thought it was going to be like an out of bounds play from either end. I did think the announcers were going to go crazy because I think they were feeling how I was feeling all pent up. Like, wow, we got another close one. But that step back, that what was his? I, Adam the Kunkel, kid's name. Right? 
I, I, yeah. yes. The step back he hit, he, I give him credit, man, because the way he grabbed the ball out of midair, dribbled it like hard into a step back, mm-hmm. and then just pulled up. I was like, he thought about that. You, that's not something he wasn't sitting there in for the timeout thinking about. Like, if the ball is loose in these minutes, I'm going get it and I'm going hit it. Yo, I give him credit because he he did it with like so much determination. He was like, I'm going. He grabbed it, put it down, put it up, and I was like, and you can hear in the video, right? You can hear at the end of the game, whoever yells, "Yo, it's good!" So he had to have hit the shot before, dude. I'm so glad you brought that up. Hold up, I'm so glad you brought that up because you are like, you've the been king of that, that dude. You've been I am that, dude. that your whole career. Like, so, I, yeah, the, I, yeah, I kept because watching it over and over again, I was laughing my ass off because he lets you it know, go, and someone is seriously like, "That's game, that's and game," that's, and you heard, you were like, "That's skur, that's skur," in your head, right. you were like, "That's skur." Yeah, because I swear, if you run that back to when Marcus Foster hit the shot against Xavier in the Garden, and there was no fans there, you would have heard me. So like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The Hoopers are so, wild, man. I love, I love that somebody yelled that out though, because that makes me know he's hit that shot before. Mm. Like you don't yell that out if your teammate has never hit a shot like or similar to that before. Right. You don't. Yeah. Somebody yelled that was, out. The was ball like, was halfway out. Paul was halfway there, and they're like, "That's game." Like they mm-hmm. just did it cool and casual, and he didn't even get any. That's rim. game. Like, I was that's game. Hyped. Oh, that's game. That's I what was. they said. I love that part of it. I was like, I don't that want any more awesome. fans ever in the arena. No, just for no. moments like that. Like, <laughs> for moments like, can, for moments. Yeah. No, you you bring up a good point though. For moments like that, I wish we just had the players and coaches mm-hmm. audio. Yeah, I'm, like just the fans, the crowd or something. TV. Yeah, the fans, are, but like for the after effect. Like mm-hmm. now when we're talking about it, like you get way more analysis from hearing the players and the, the and especially if it's like a, a team that's, if it's a drawn up play too, that would be so much fun to hear. Mm-hmm. That would be so much fun to hear. Dude, I loved it. I was laughing so hard. Cause I was like, oh, that's a sick shot. I was like, wait a second, someone mm-hmm. call that? And I went back and listened. I, I just like, love, he did. He called it I just love how my game. man, I love how my man dribbled it so hard in the step back. Like he grabbed the ball like he was an NFL wide receiver out the air, <laughs> dribbled it like real hard to the point where you thought he might have been going to the basket, stepped back and still hit the like he elevated like he was he practiced that. And I was like, good for him. Yeah, that was uh, that's gotta be a fun, that's gotta be an adrenaline like none other. He's hit that like a thousand times in his life. Oh, yeah. That was he knew he's that was pra- the fucking he pra- he's practiced that in his whether it was the YMCM, the YMCA, excuse me, the driveway. <laughs> wherever he in it i don't know a mini hoop in his room he's yeah. practiced that one before. that's like that's like in his dna to hit those type of shots oh he's yeah. like this is why you brought me here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna game this real quick yeah, yeah. that was sick. xavier's always had that kind of dude though xavier's always had that dude they're interesting to me that honestly that brings me into like they're they're kind of like my most impressive team so far i know this is like what xavier but like they've no, they now are. here's some they things are. like no, they've they, played they, They've played a lot of home games so far. I get it. They have. And their only road game is at Cincy, which is like, you know, next door. Um, but it's like they're, they're the way they play this year, I'm like, did they like change their whole coaching staff or what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew Quentin Gooden, don't disrespect, like I knew he kind of like regressed a little, but yeah. I didn't know they were holding them back that bad. Like their offense this year, they got shooters all over the place. Hey, the progression of Fremantle, man, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't give him enough credit. He's like a bad boy. 
He's a he's like a very good college basketball. He's like Tyler Hansborough type. Really. Yeah, that's a good comp yeah, right there. Exactly. He's just like, nasty. Was, yeah, like I did not. Uh, yeah, I did not. Like he, he he plays hard too. It's fun to watch him play. Like I didn't even know he would elevate his game to the level he has this year. So Xavier has definitely been impressive. I haven't even known some of their guys today. I was like, because I knew some of the guards like the Kiki Tandy, who was like, I'm like, okay, he can hit a couple shots, but. Some of their guys today were really impressive in their ability to just get downhill, create shots for mm. each other. You can tell they're like a cohesive team. They know each other's habits. Like they know where each other likes to get the ball. So I was like, yeah, mm. that is impressive. I mean, they just have so many different elements. Like you said, Fremantle is their like blue collar, hardworking dude. Uh, Jason Carter can yeah. do that stuff too. Uh, both of them can step mm. out and shoot it. Scrubs is like that kind of like, he kind of like can do everything. He's a facilitator, but he's a playmaker, defender, scorer. Uh, Nate Johnson is a bucket. You have to get in his jersey or he's going to splash one in your eye. Mm-hmm. Same with Kunkel, hit the game winner. Like, they've just got a lot of nice people. DeWan Odom, new dude, have, gets downhill, just, finishes. Like you just said, they have, they have the pieces that go well together. Mm-hmm. I think that game on Wednesday between them and Creighton is going to be a firefight. Like, oh, I'm excited. Be, I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really nice. Really yeah. that'll, that'll be in the 90s for sure, that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a shootout. Creighton's got to really defend. Gonna really have to lock in defensively. Who's your Who's your pick for most impressive team so far? What you've seen out of the Big East teams, not just in league play, but like overall. Um. Well, I, that's two part question because I had like my most because one I had my most impressive team, but then uh-huh. I had my team with the most impressive win, which I think because they could potentially win again. I thought the it? most impressive. So I thought the most impressive win was Marquette. I was actually most impressed with them, but just in the sense that I was like, did not think that they would be able to put up the type of performance they did against Creighton yeah. in that game. That was a huge win. And they beat Wisconsin too. Yeah. But they've also lost three out of five. And but that's I mean the Wisconsin win was not impressive to me though. Like that was oh, okay. like good. Like you capitalized at the end of the game. The Creighton win was like the most impressive win, but I think. Um, I don't know. I'm impressed with um, just from seeing their progression over the past couple of years. I'm actually pretty impressed with Georgetown and just like some of their wing guys. The Jamar Pickett, I think he'll have a really good season. I think he'll be a lot better player than people think. That is going to be an awful take. That is not. You don't think be, so? They're going to be terrible. You think so? Yeah. You think they're going to be good, Georgetown? I don't think they're going to be good. I think they'll be better than last year. What were they last year? What did they finish? Eight, yeah, bottom. I mean, I kind of think that's where they are again. They don't have dudes. I don't. I don't know. I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be in the bottom again, like with DePaul. They might even be worse than DePaul if DePaul ever plays a game for God's sake. <laughs> Will they play Wednesday? No, I just saw that today. Uh, no, they're that's getting canceled. They're on pause again. They won't the, the ball the ball won't start their season till like 2021, probably. Never mind me. I'm serious. So who's your most impressive team there? Big East. That I just said Xavier. I just explained why. I like I, just, I like all their I, I like all game. those I like all those no, pieces. No, they have all the pieces. I agree with that. Yeah. So I think Xavier would be most impressive, and then I would go for Marquette after that. 
I mean, I think Creighton's got an advantage on the sideline. I think Mac can, like, if you go whiteboard mm-hmm. to whiteboard, I think Mac can mm-hmm. out scheme Steele. But, like, you know, and the matchup is tough for Xavier, too. Like, if you're just talking about Wednesday, because Marcus is, uh, you know, as good as DeWan Odom has been, Marcus is not, he's Marcus is a higher level than that dude. Yeah. Um, and Nate Johnson's a good shooter, but so is Mitch. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the DJ Denzel matchup is still going to be tough for Xavier to deal with. Yeah. So. That's the matchup, and and Christian's think, not a scrub either. Christian was awesome. That's today. what I was just about to say. That's what I was just about to yeah, say. Yeah, Christian versus now, Fremantle is going to be a fight. That's going to be a dog fight. Christian versus Fremantle, because that's going to be, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be fun. But I just think it's going to come down to those three. So who, Marcus, DJ, Christian? It's like who are, yeah. what, how are they going to play? It's like because like today. You get all those three on the same page clicking like today. I don't think even with a 40 point performance, again, hard to beat it when those three are clicking. Well, they weren't even, they weren't even, that's the thing. Oh, wow. Today they weren't even, all of them weren't clicking like DJ dude. When it mattered, when it, it was just when it mattered today. Oh yeah. Marcus was good when it mattered today for sure. But DJ is just like unbelievable. He doesn't, where's his drop off at? I haven't even, is he had a bad game this year? I don't think so. Like maybe the Marquette game, maybe he didn't get. So. Maybe he didn't get in as many scraps as he normally gets in. But that was like throws, that was team wide though. Yeah, throws. yeah, maybe. But yeah. dude, he's been so good. I mean, that's like, your knock. Is he? Does he look better than he did last year to you? Does he look better than he did last year? Much better. He looks very. He looks comfortable, man. He looks like he knows what he wants to do out there. Like he looks like he knows what his impact is he knows how he it's awesome to see dj know how he can help and just go out and do that yeah dude no it's he's unreal like i mean he just does everything at a high level like he can he's a good spot up shooter in the corner um if you play and 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 because he can hit those now uh you have to close out on him and when he's good at attacking closeouts not only to score great passes but to facilitate yeah, underrated. Like, just a he's just a hooper, man. I think I he's even, out there hooping. Man, I will say the one thing too. I noticed. I think it was the St. John's game late in the game, and I get mad when he does it sometimes because I want him to attack so bad. But I know his tendencies, and I can tell when he's about to cross that his in between and kick it out to the wing. It's such a good pass when you have a shooter ready, because the help defense is so locked in on you and your hesitation move. That like that pass, if you fire it quick enough, it's an open shot for whoever else is on that wing. And he's been doing it recently and he's been kicking it to whoever's on the wing and they've been hesitating and like, cause they don't know what's coming. And I've been upset and I'm just like, that's why I'm like, just either attack or not. But he's a very, I'm only saying this to say that he's such a good passer, man. Like he has a very good knack for when to get the guys, the ball and where. And so, it's just a crazy thing, man. Knowing how to get the guys, knowing how to get your teammates the ball where they want it when they need it. Like he's done a very good job getting better. Yeah, at that for sure. Thing. Who's your Who's your biggest disappointment in conference play? So, or not in conference play, but in the Big East so far? Like, who is not meeting your expectations? I feel like it's an easy answer, but I don't know what you think. I must well, I mean, I guess it just depends on what you thought who was going to be good or not. St. John's is for me. St. John's, really? I thought they were going to – because they were picked ninth, so it's like, whatever, they're not supposed to be good. But I thought they were going to be better than that. So I'm surprised. Like, they haven't – 
they didn't play anybody that crazy good at the non-con. Uh, but they had some like, you know, they played freaking like, uh, who was it they played first that went through out of the wire? Was it like St. Peter's or something? Mm-hmm. They beat St. Peter's by was- one. They lost to BYU. They played Boston College tough right before Syracuse beat them by 30, 40 mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. And now they're 0-3 in league play. They couldn't beat Georgetown. They got to play them again here like on the 30th, I think. Like, yeah. I'm just like, dude, I thought St. John's was going to be hit the ground running way, way better than this. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. I think just because they lost a lot, I wasn't anticipating anything big other than them. Like losing LJ and Mustafa, I was like, I don't know. You lose, you just lost your two best players. I don't know what you could do from. I, I don't know. That was just my thought process. So, yeah. uh, makes sense thinking, now. I look stupid because I was like, I thought yeah. No, I I didn't know about them. I honestly, I mean, I I still have hope for Seton Hall. So I don't think they're like unimpressive or anything i guess <laughs> i thought the one you were gonna say the uh unanimous like one was DePaul, just because they literally have we, <laughs> literally we have not seen them DePaul is DePaul. you're right they have to be the most disappointing team just because like you literally can't even come on the floor like that's how yeah. what's wrong with you i, I mean don't know, man. is it that hard to keep COVID out of your tier ones I mean, they everybody, do, everybody I, else, they well, everybody else just lying, and DePaul's like, everybody keeps testing positive. What do we do? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're and like, like, and like all these, they're like, actually, like, they're like actually just like conditioning more. They're actually just like practicing harder. They're like, look, we don't want to lose a game this year. Oh, don't even think that's not happening. Don't even think that's not happening. They're like, listen, we're no matter what, like, we might only play three games this year. Yeah. But we could go three and up. Oh. So like, <laughs> we just gotta pick them right. If we get Georgetown, if we get St. John's, and we get right like, and we get like Butler while they're all banged up, maybe we can get those three, and we'll win the league by twenty percent. Yeah, they gotta have like a, they gotta have like a one, one like kind of valid win, like one like a, like you know we got Marquette when five of their guys had COVID, so I don't know. <laughs> You're like, oh wow! On paper, you're like, wow, what a valid win! And you're like, wait, they were playing five on three? Oh, okay. <laughs> DePaul wins the league with four, four and zero, oh, and Lado gets like a ten year contract and stuff. Oops. There's like a banner. There's like a banner. Don't even, but don't even truck. joke about like people. I, I, I think there's teams who are like going on pause that just don't want their ass whipped right now. I do believe. That. Oh yeah, no. I mean, a, look, I, I've, I've heard, heard, I've heard that. conspiracy theory guy right now, like on the women's side. Please. Xavier is bad. Okay, they're trash. They're just not good right now. So like, I might get you I might I might get in trouble for this. But they Creighton was in the gym, dude. Creighton That's was fine. in Creighton was in the arena. I don't care if we get in trouble. And they had someone get popped. I don't like, care. Twenty if we get minutes before tip off, like an hour before tip off, Creighton was right there. I was like, I know. wait. So you flew? Creighton I know because I heard when I heard they were in their jerseys and the game was canceled. Yeah. I would have been irate. Seriously, right? Like, what do you think? But, but then, but then, but then again, I gotta be devil's advocate here. If you're a coach with a shitty team right now, are you not using COVID as a cop out? I'm just saying, I know there's a lot of shady coaches out there. Would you not? Totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. I would too. There are shady people in this. We've seen them from, we've seen at the political level, like they don't even, 
they make up these guidelines for us and then they go out and like eat at restaurants and shit and like exactly. reserve rooms. Exactly. It's like, okay, exactly. so you don't even follow your own rules. So if you think, if you think I usually tell me that every coach across the board in the country is like being 100 about this mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, we got, you know, six positive. And especially like that. now that they're doing like the contact tracing, mm-hmm. it's like, you can be like, oh, like, and, and I'm, I, I, I don't know if I believe the validity in some of the people telling stories like, oh, I was, around somebody this weekend with it uh, and you ain't got to practice for like three days like, <laughs> oh okay okay i didn't even think about that like, yeah okay you got to practice okay you're like, you're like hold up i have to make sure i'm not positive and i can't practice crazy um, we're tough but it is true weird. but there's there, there has to be someone lying like somewhere oh definitely not, like someone's pulling there's, out because they don't there's want to. too much of this. They're going like, crap, on. we're about to play this team. They're going to work us like crazy. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Like, yeah. just, no, there's too go much of this months. going on for it to be all clear across the board because all the regulations and things are different. And they're different. Yeah. Like you said. That's right. what I even said to you today. Like, I was very. So, this is the one thing that bothers me. Like, watching the COVID wise, watching the game today, the one thing that bothered me a little bit was so. If we're requiring all these coaches, right? Like I see Coach Mack and I see all the Creighton coaches wearing masks around their players. And they're saying that all of them are being tested, right? Like mm. to the same degree and, or to the same uh, um, like amount and whatnot. But the refs who are not around them all week, I don't know where the refs are. I don't know if the refs ha- take more tests. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm actually asking here. Like, I, I don't know yeah, the I answer. So, hey, if anybody hears this and knows the answer and can tell me what the Big East policy is, drop the link on my Twitter or something, please, because I really want to know. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm like, the, so the refs who are away from these players don't have to wear the mask during the games and all that and on TV for appearance, whatever. But the coaches who are literally around these guys all the time and are probably like in situ, like, like closer, like in at less risk of affecting the players than the refs are, has to wear the mask. I'm just like, what is, why is that? If, if there's a reason and the refs are just have a different protocol than coaches and maybe are exposed less because I'm not understanding all the facts, cool. But I, I don't know. Just a little weird to me. It is. I, I agree with you. Like, it's hard to. I have my opinion on like what should be done in terms of safety, but like, there isn't like a uniform rule, and the way yeah. it's well, the way it's being executed right now is inconsistent as hell. Like, your point about the refs is interesting right now. Listen to this on the women's side, and I might have these details a little out of whack, but it's 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 it, this is the way it went down. So I think it was. I think it was the Creighton Yukon women's basketball game or whatever. Um, nope. It might not have been this game where they lost a ref, but one of the refs who officiated Yukon, uh, the Yukon like Seton Hall game had like a contract tracing issue that they found out in the middle of another game. So they pulled the ref. So they only like one game in the middle of the with, game, middle of the game, like Justin Turner world series, middle of the game. Yeah. Middle of the game because the contract. So you have a ref who might be positive running around with players and coaches and all this stuff. Then UConn, who just played Creighton, uh, had ju- had played Seton Hall like two days before that. Seton Hall is now on pause because they had more positives. So it's like, hold up. 
So you and and if you look at about what the incubation rate is and the infection rate, you can test negative while you are asymptomatic. So you can still spread it while you know while being cleared to play kind of thing. So UConn's playing Seton Hall while while Seton Hall has a positive going on. You Seton Hall goes on pause, but UConn doesn't have contract tracing issues. So they can play Creighton. They can play Xavier. They can just yeah. Play. So wow. That's why Creighton. That's why if you watch Creighton. Wow. They're wearing masks right now because of the contact tracing. Because their contact tracer told them, if you wear a mask oh. while you play, if you wear a mask while you play, and you play against a team who tested positive, you don't have to like necessarily uh, either sit out or go into quarantine because you were masked uh -huh. up. Like that's how that rule works. Right. So that's why you see some kids wearing masks. And like, if you don't see, and not all the Creighton players wear a mask, the reason is because those ones were already those ones already were in quarantine, and they're within the CDC window to not be uh, infected. So like, that's how yeah, you know. That makes that's how you know who sense. had it and who didn't. It's based on yeah. who's wearing masks for Creighton because they're all all the ones who can still get infected and yeah. spread no, it. I heard are that wearing too. Masks. I yeah. heard that too. Yeah, I heard it was after, like, you don't have to wear a mask after you've had it and gotten over it. I, yeah, I did hear within, that. like, 90 days or something like that. I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so there's a window there. But, like, that's it's just crazy. It's like, well, wait, why is that? Why is everyone yeah, doing that? I literally explained that to my dad yesterday, and he was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Because why is it? He just said what you just said. He was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Because why, why doesn't everybody know that? Why isn't everybody doing that? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that's, that. That's 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 been the problem this whole time is like yeah. lack of communication, poor leadership, and it's like everybody's kind of like, well, I'm supposed to do this, but I don't really care because they're not doing it. So mm -hmm. how big of a deal is it anyway? And it's like, well, yeah, three thousand plus deaths a day. It's a pretty big freaking deal. So yeah. it'd be nice if we had some freaking leaders in this country to set the tone. No, I actually just read an article today on even some of the vaccines talking about because you know the big thing with vaccines, people are always trying to figure out is like because it's like it gives you the virus right it's like oh why am i gonna sign up to get this virus right like and with this one the one thing is and i'm not gonna sit here and act like you know my sources for this stuff are the best sources or the most whatever all i'm trying to say to people is do your research but what i found today was that this covid vaccine doesn't even give you like the virus yeah. It has it no, actually, it does not contain just, the dead virus at all. Yeah, yeah, no, it does not. It actually is just literally a vaccine for it in mm -hmm. type in, in case you get it. Like, in, I know that sounds simple and whatever, but that's what I took from what I actually read about it today. So, yeah, no, everybody should be. I don't even want to hear any anti, anti vaxxer shit on here. If we get like, we should yeah, have no. someone on just like trash them, like, dude, you're dangerous to society. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, Creighton's allowing fans on Wednesday. I think like what? Yeah, seven, I heard seventeen hundred something less, or right around Man. less than two thousand. Like, what do you think? Let about my that? guys get some fans. Let my you, guys. You think so? I think you can do it in a safe way. I think it's risky. I think. I mean, like the now removed not player in me is like, why not just uh, like wait it out until like other, like it, it's really worth it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, the player in me, man, wants to be like, some of these guys, it's gonna be their last season there and all that. Why not let them get some type of fan, some type of 
regular, some type of fun experience. So I think if they do it in a safe way, and I'm, and um, this is me trying to uh, believe the best in the people there in Omaha, and I think they're going to do a great job of it, no matter what, is I think they can do a good job of making, making sure it's a safe environment for people, media, everyone, fans, even small groups, whatever it is. So I just hope it can work out. I want my guys to have fans. I just know how fun it is in there with fans. And I think those these guys being number top 10 team in the country, they deserve some of that. So Yeah, I think uh I'm I'm conflicted at like at best and worst on this because obviously they went down to KU mm-hmm. and Allen Fieldhouse isn't as spread out as Century Link. So let's see it. What do they call it? CHI? Mm-hmm. Uh, CHI. So yeah, if Kansas did it safely, yeah, crazy, I'm sorry. I still I, I called it CenturyLink earlier. Yes, I'm sorry. I called it CenturyLink earlier. I didn't. It's what I'm always call it. <laughs> so I did like five. And, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway, you guys. Yeah. So like Kansas did it safely, clearly, because you know <clears throat> when ESPN was showing them, they, everybody had masks. They were doing a good job of being keeping right with that, and then like obviously none of the players coaches have got it since so that's fine i just like i'm just like you i'm like why are you why you got where the vaccines are here and now you want to like jump the gun a little bit like let's get vaccinated first then just go all out i mean true i just feel i just don't know i hope everybody i'm not worried about like the creighton side of it or the medical Mm -hmm. side of it or like Mm -hmm. the protocol side i know they're going to keep things in place to keep everybody safe but do you think that I've struggled with only- all summer is like people aren't being smart. So if you let 2000 people in an arena, how many of them are going to be good about their mask wearing their social distancing, you know, when they're hitting the concession stands and all this stuff. And like, they can take masks down to eat and drink, but they can't cheer while they do that. Well, who, well, what happens if something goes off? Like, well, they have to mm-hmm. cheer. Like, and something will go off. That's what I'm saying. Is everybody going to be? Is everybody going to yeah. be dotting their eyes? But my the my I only, I guess my only concern in what you're saying, I guess, is that I don't think there's going to be, a, unless I'm just completely misinformed. Like, do you think the vaccination and all that happens in time for college basketball? Like, even by the end of college basketball, I don't think there no, becomes a type of vaccination vaccination policies within that are like we can fill this arena again because everybody's vaccinated even by March. I think that'll come later in 2021. And oh, so yeah, I'm like, okay, maybe if, if we already saw the Kansases of this world have their little fan things, like, I don't know, maybe I'm being selfish here, just, but I'm like, why can't Craig do it? You know, and yeah. I, maybe I believe in the people of Omaha and maybe I believe in Creighton fans, but I'm just like, I think, they want to see Creighton basketball so bad that like they'll be good about it and like I hope so. It's good. That's my hope. Uh-huh. If anyone's listening my to this, too. if my anyone's listening to this and they're going to that game, I hope you stay safe. I really do. Seriously. I'm not rooting. Seriously. I'm not rooting for the virus to win here. I like. Hey, I believe. I believe in the people of Omaha. I believe in the yeah. people of Omaha that they will be. Whether whatever their stance is on the coronavirus, I don't care. I, I believe they'll they care enough about creating basketball to be like, we want to support so bad. We will be respectful about this virus. Cool. I, th- I hope so. I mean, but, no, but to I, your, to I, your I, point about fans though, it's like you, yeah, I, I, NBA finals and college world series might get back to like full capacity, maybe by then like summertime, but you're just, right. yeah, like I college basketball, 
College I don't even see, not getting I don't see, do you see the, do you see the final four having fans? Cause no, I don't, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the final four having fans. So that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, okay, we can wish for this period of like, Oh, we have the vaccine now, but it's like, no, the, for the first half of this year, the vaccine needs to go to the people that really need it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on this socially distance thing. I've figured it out how to do it really well now. So I can still just, isolate for the first half of this year where all the people that really need this can get it i'm also fortunate i'm i'm not trying to act like that anyway or another but um i just think that when we get like i think sports are uh, like we we, we're in a good like you're you're, like you were saying man we're in a good place for sports like we got them back on tv that's a win in itself we got them back to a place that me you can sit here and talk about them so you're right like let's not rush it let's not anything like but hey Creighton can have a little bit of fans. Uh, yeah, they're going to do it. So, um, I mean, well, I mean, the thing with social distancing is like, you know, it gives us more time to watch shows like The Mandalorian, you know, mm-hmm. go go nuts over that, which is like, oh, yeah. Here's your warning, everybody. You're about to get some Mando spoilers. So, yes. if, you're at, if you're at all invested, blown if you're at all invested right now, but not caught up, yeah. bounce. If you thought, if you thought I was, if, you thought, if you thought I was invested in, if you thought I had personality and I was invested in this podcast before, then just turn your volume up when we get to this Mandalorian section because <gasps> wow, wow. That's, when did you? When did you like? Let, like I'm, what a show! When did you lose it at the finale? Like when? What point were you like, oh shit, this is happening? Like what was it for you? When did you like? When did you know it was Luke? I guess. Oh. <laughs> When it, I actually, so here's the thing. I initially really, I was like, it's Luke. Initially, I was like, that's my, that was my thought. You said it right away. But then, yeah, that was my initial, like, right when it happened, I was like, definitely. But then when he started slaying the Dark Destroyer, I was like, that's, Luke ain't like that. That's <laughs> not Luke. I was like, I've never seen nothing out of Luke Skywalker. Like, that's more Anakin. Like, that was right. Like, he was killing him. Okay. Like he was showing no mercy. So I, that only thing that took me out of thinking it was Luke was the fact that I was like, this is one of the most elite Jedi's ever. And then I was like, wait, Luke is. What did I just? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what did I just say? I just have never seen it. That's why that episode was so awesome. I was like, so for me, it was, was that, like, was not that wait, the most wait, action oh. you've ever seen? I mean, it's up there with like Vader at the end of Rogue One. Like exactly. It was like Luke's Vader scene where he yeah. was like, I'm just going to wreck shop and be awesome right here. You were like, what? Yeah. So, like, for me, when the X-Wing rolls up uh, and just, like, docks without fucking saying what's going on, like, he's like, hey, identify yourselves. He's like, hold up. I got I got Jedi shit to do. Sorry, I'm Luke. <laughs> yeah. I got some Jedi, Jedi stuff. Yeah. It, norm, norm, normal Jedi do the whole... <laughs> This is Obi Wan Kenobi. I am your safe. Mm-hmm. Luke nah. is not with that. Luke has no. never been about that. We're talking like ep- epic Jedi stuff. This like yeah. say little, do more. That's what he was mm-hmm. about to do. So like he rolls in with the X wing. I'm like, as soon as they said it's an X wing, a lone X wing, I was like, that's Luke, because yeah. obviously the X wing is like synonymous with Luke. Yeah. But when I'm watching like through that, because they have the part where they show the camera feed of like said Jedi wrecking shop, I was like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of moving like Ahsoka, and Ahsoka's already been in the season. So I was like, I was thinking, oh, so Ahsoka rolled so up. Okay, so Ahsoka but rolled what I really up, thought, and she's like, 
But when, so like, I'm like, I already thought it was Luke, then I switched to Ahsoka, and I'm like, okay, well, either way, this is pretty cool because Ahsoka's a badass, and I love watching her too. But then there's that scene where he's like walking on the bridge and just like slaying dark troopers or whatever. And then you see the green saber and you're like, oh shit, there's only one green saber in this world. But Luke it, is wrecking shop right now. But it's also when you can see how defined the saber handle was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, cause Luke has one, like, Luke is like, I don't know about you. Luke got the blue Anakin saber at the beginning. That's whatever. But Luke's lightsaber, when you think Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber, you think green. No? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And once I saw that, and once I saw like better, they hit better angles in the Mendo, like, and there was this, the handle, I was like, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I just loved I, that whole scene was just intense because like the dark troopers are just pounding on the door and they're about to come in and just like wreck everybody. And then here comes the X Wing, and you're like, oh, here's the. Here's the here's the oh shit moment coming right here, and then you still had enough of a moment to think like who is it like who there was still a little bit of an unknown there, and then he just rolls through the fog, the doors open, dark troopers are just in pieces, okay, destroyed, destroyed, destroyed. like a whole army of just like car parts essentially. Dude, how oh wait, can we talk about this? How Star Wars was Moff Gideon's like commentary during the whole thing. Okay. Because remember, remember how? So first of all, you know how I love Star Wars, man. I swear to God. But so you know how, like, you know how? Because obviously, Star Wars thing to do. Mando spares his life, ah, uh, of course, right? But then, how? Mu- I don't know about you, but it was so Count Dooku vibes to me. Like when Moff Gideon, when they brought him back, and he's in the holding chamber when then Luke slays everybody and comes in, or well before that, and he's like, "You're gonna have to face." a fleet of the like dark troopers do you have your mm-hmm. hands full with one like that's so like sith just like you're gonna give your bullshit commentary and still lose i loved it yeah that was like that, that star wars to me it's like well it's funny because he had kind of that he had kind of that vibe too when the x-wing rolled up he was like wait who the fuck is that like so it's the same thing oh yeah he was scared yeah that's why i tried to kill himself like that's why i tried to shoot yeah you know. you know he did. He saw the. He saw. No, all I that. actually thought. He yeah, saw he, saw, he, he saw, literally oh, saw the X wing and tried dark... to pull the trigger. <laughs> he, he was did. like, he was, he literally was watching the video of the dark troopers like get slayed. get slayed. Like he, like he didn't, dude. He spent like his whole life building these dark troopers. I don't know the history. I don't know. I, I should look it up. But yeah, he like was... spent his whole, his whole like, life existence was like these dark troopers, and then he got like. Luke Skywalker was just like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not having any of that. There We're just like, going to get the child. And- it was, You know, it's kind of tragic because he had like an emotional investment to those things. And obviously he had waited until what? All the way through. Clearly. Season, all the way through season two towards the end. He's like, he these such an And then Luke just Matt, wipes them out in like 30 a, seconds. He's like, what the? My Matt, family. Matt, he had such an emotional investment. He tried to kill himself. Tried to after kill himself. Died. He was like, I can't live with. Like this he reality. literally was like, yeah. he literally was like, I have no source of defense in the universe, in the galaxy, <laughs> without these things. Like this was the best I had. So Imagine Luke, your best idea ever, and it works out. And then Luke Skywalker. It's like, oh so, great. So here's the so here's the irony about that. It's like <laughs> Luke is like the last hope or whatever. Like way back from the mid seventies. Like Luke's the last mm-hmm. hope, you know. So like. 
he literally took away Moff Gideon's reason for living in like thirty seconds. Hope. Yeah, he yeah. was the last. So he ruined that dude's Moff hope. Gideon's yeah. only hope. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "That's that's sad." That's in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, Luke was the villain of that episode. If you look at it from Moff's perspective, destroyed yeah. everything. Destroyed everything I, he had. I I don't only because I only watch Star Wars from now the perspective of Grogu. So, oh, are you really going to call him that? No, you just did though. Why would you do yeah, that? no, I was just trying to be like Star Wars elite, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, it's Baby Yoda for life, so Star Wars geek right. can eat it. If they want. Well, I, I'd rather say the child. I wouldn't say that. I would say the child. Of course. No, it's Baby Yoda. I'm not really? calling him. I'm not. Yeah. Why not? That's like. Mandalorian and the, because Yoda has a special place. In, Yoda's my. Yoda has a special place in my heart. Like Yoda. What does he look child. like? What does he look like? He looks like a baby Yoda. Like that's the description. Yes, All right. yes. All right. So what are we talking about? Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> we're not. We're not disagreeing in that sense. I'm just saying. I that feel like when you're I, trying to take it away. No, I just don't want. I don't. So Yoda in Mandalorian. No, it's the child. Dude, the only like I guarantee half of Mandalorian's audience is watching right now because they have a damn baby Yoda. Probably. Like that was like I, as soon as I, that I'm, thing. I'm also. I'm yes. in that. As soon as Mando was like, as soon as Mando was like, what the hell is this thing? And everybody's like, baby Yoda. Like, that's it. Game over. Everybody's hooked. True. I mean, Mando's a good show. I have a question for you. How do you feel about this? Okay. How did you feel? Because you're someone who's really good to ask about this. How did you feel about this whole emotional appeal of Mando showing his face to the child? Um, Well, what was your take on that? I thought it would have been cool if he hadn't already done it. Like that's he already, what I'm saying. Yeah, like I he think, did it I too think, many times. People yeah. were like saying they were crying over it, like shedding a tear, and I was just like, "Look, I'm as emotional as any guy in the room. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that, and especially in Star Wars." Did you, cr- did you cry when Luke showed up? Did you cry when Luke showed up? Like, no, I was like, I was hyped. I was more hyped when Luke showed up. That's different. But you're out there yelling, game. That's game. That's game. Luke yeah. showed oh, up. that was definitely Luke. that was so game. That was so game. You know Dark that was troopers like boom, boom, boom. Luke shows up. Dark like, troopers game. were like, dark That's troopers game. were like, full court press, full court press, full court press. Luke was like Michael Jordan. And you were like, okay. All right, game over. That's game. He yelled, That's game with dark troopers. He literally game. was like Michael Jordan tongue out. I was like, okay, yeah. The Luke, Luke, Luke forty, the Dark Troopers. <laughs> I can't lie, I did not think so. To kind of backtrack here, yeah. When the X-wing fighter showed up, I did not think he was going to be Luke Skywalker. No part of me thought it was going to be Luke Skywalker. Oh, really? Every, every part of me thought like fifty X-wing fighters were about to show up. Mm. Someone just, like so, be someone else from the series or whatever. It was either going to be no. Ahsoka, who we saw in the yeah. episode. I thought it was going to be her or remember the episode when, what was the episode when he was about to, the snow monster was about to kill him and the X-Wing guys came and shot the shit up. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like super, oh, I was excited for that. But then this was way better. Not that this was Yeah, dude, when, yeah, that was like a that was like a, that was like a mic drop moment for Mando. For a 10, yeah, no, for a ten, and also there was my favorite part of it: no words, no words, just lightsaber for like eight <laughs> minutes straight. It was just great. 
Scrape. Just lightsaber. No words. Just just lightsaber and murder. This is why. This is why. Like it's hard. Is it murder for? Is it murder for robots? Is it murder for robots? It's not like they were. There weren't humans in there. They were just like. You know, when you cyborgs. turn your when you turn your when you when you when you break your laptop, do you say you just murdered something? No. Wait, like intentionally? Do I break? I have never broken my laptop intentionally. Okay, if you broke your laptop intentionally, would you say you murdered your laptop? Probably. Probably say, probably yeah. Probably say I just I killed just, it. I, I would just say I broke my. I, I would I would just say I broke I broke the shit out of my laptop. Like, <laughs> I broke it. Oh, all right. I broke, I, I broke my computer. If okay. you kill a robot, you broke your computer. So what? Is, so so Luke just what? Just like just broke just a broke, lot of just computers. broke a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just broke I, a lightsaber. Oh, he broke a lightsaber off in a lot of dark troopers. You know? I hope he got Apple Care because. Yeah. yeah, the tech guys are gonna be like, "What the hell happened here?" Yeah, like, yeah, we can't fix these. We can't fix these things. Sorry. That was a lot of damage. Moss gonna take that into it. Moss gonna take that into a Radio Shack when he escapes. Like, can you wait? So they got they they renewed season three. That's a fact. Yeah, right? yeah. Next Christmas. Damn! <laughs> gotta wait that long. Yeah, you gotta wait that long. Jeez, Louise, yeah. man. Well, we got a bunch of stuff coming out. Like, they. I mean, Marvel's getting back in the game. Like, well, we got the Ahsoka series too. Yep, Ahsoka series. Yeah, so the Ahsoka series. There's, there's stuff crazy. to distract us. The Obi Wan Kenobi series is gonna be crazy. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out March. Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out March. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm geeked about that. Wonder Woman's coming out in a few weeks. Wonder right? Woman Christmas. comes out. No, a few oh, days. Hey, five days. Five days. Yep. I got HBO. I got HBO, I got HBO Max too, so I'm locked. Same. In. Same. Woo! Wait, we got it. We haven't even talked about this. What do you watch on HBO Max? What's your shows? Um. Well, I haven't watched anything on HBO Max yet, but I did watch Lovecraft Country, but it was before HBO Max. Can I put like, you onto a show? Can I put you onto a show that's very like 2020? Uh, no, I don't want anything to do with 2020. No, but I'm oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. That's not. Uh, I, I watched it. I watched it. I watched it two months ago. I'm gonna plug it real quick. I don't know HBO. If y'all want to give me a sponsorship, I know. Hell yeah, listening. let's get HBO Max on board. Scrape I know scrub. Not, I know. I know y'all not listening to this at all, and nobody who is associated with it is listening to this at all. But let me pretend like I'm cooler than I am. And yo, know, if HBO want to give me a, a plug, leftovers, unreal show, right? Come on, dude, that's old. You've heard of it? Yeah. You heard of it? You've seen it? Yeah, it's like five years old. Okay, good. That's all I want to see. Why didn't you just let me? Say well, I mean, because like that came out when you did were that like, not in, remind you in twenty twenty. I think you were like in grade school or something when it came out. So you weren't prepared. You watched leftovers. And you yeah, weren't prepared for twenty twenty. I was. I didn't say, "Hey, hold up, I'm I'm adjusted. I'm good. I was ready. I just don't prefer it. I'm like, I wish I wasn't living in the leftovers good right now. That'd be for nice. you, brother. Good for you. I mean, Lovecraft Country though, I thought was pretty good. Have you seen that yet? Nope. Oh, that's pretty wild. You should probably watch that. Have you heard of it? Nope. <laughs> no? <laughs> I really haven't. Really have I think it's on HBO Max now. It was on HBO before. So like now okay. it's like Switch or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, that show was a trip. Oh. So yeah, it's I, I tried to start watching Westworld. I tried to get into the hype that uh, everybody be talking about, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. You know what show you need? If we're if we're going oldies, you know what show you need to watch? That's like Please. My I like the older shows, man. I like I, what I learned through the quarantine, man. 
because I like some of the newer shows. I like my Black Mirrors and my like some of the newer Netflix stuff. But I really like what I really want to sit down and watch for like two hours is the old movies, like old Denzel movies that I hadn't even seen. You know, I didn't watch the Malcolm X Denzel movie until the first week I got home from like the week after we left Madison Square Garden in March mm-hmm. that I came home. Like I flew back home. I watched that a uh, week after. I didn't watch that till 2020. <laughs> I got some catching up to do. You got to put me on, man. Well, speaking of like old Denzel, before I tell you what show you need to watch, like old Denzel, this isn't really old Denzel, but I hadn't seen any of the Equalizer movies before. Oh, come on. My dad put me on to those when I was young. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I watched the Equalizer movies. Like Denzel was a bad dude. <laughs> Just is. Like he was like, I want to say, I think Denzel, I think what's his name in that movie? McCall? John McCall or whatever? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think he would I think he would kill John Wick like easily. Not even hard. Oh. Like I think they should do a crossover and McCall just kills John Wick and then ends that nonsense. Cause to John Wick, like I just don't get it. Like he's that's it's over the top. Like he should be dead. He should be dead. Yeah. Well, I mean he got shot off a damn building. I agree, but if we're going there, the Top of the top is, please tell me you've seen Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah. That's my like. It that's really like, that's is. like you're an indestructible force right there, Jason Bourne. Well, my two, if we're going to go with those kind of movies, because I grew up on action movies. I really did. My top two, like, badass, if we're going like Denzel and Equalizer type characters. Mm-hmm. So I'll go like Denzel's top with the Equalizer. I'll give him like, you don't want to. F with that dude, like top three dudes you don't want to F with in like action movies. Mm-hmm. We go, let's we could go Denzel Equalizer, and then it's you ever seen the uh, Transporter? No, I don't. Jason I don't. Statham? I don't mess with Jason Statham. Oh, Jason Statham and the Transporter. It's corny. Don't F with that. I don't mess with that. What? Corny. No, come on, man. You don't, you don't, <laughs> I don't mess with respect, that. I don't. I don't. The Fast and Furious stuff. I'm out on the Fast and Furious. I don't either. I I wasn't going to come to you with no Fast and Furious BS, even though I do like those. Those are like my corny Sunday if I'm watching a BS movie. Are transporters like that? Is the transporter like that? Isn't it the same thing? Yeah, but it's not as corny because the driving scenes are so tough. Okay. Well, I mean, Fast and Furious driving scenes are tough too, aren't they? No, but they're not like the transporter. The Fast and Furious is like they're done on all this CGI and crazy crazy like obviously the transporter ones are blown out of proportion but yeah okay well if you want like on-screen badasses and honestly this is like i can't recommend this one enough um you need to watch justified and i know you follow me so you know i've been talking about this for years yeah like raylan givens timothy oliphant is raylan givens there is not a badder character ever created and he's like it's not even like he's superhuman it's like he's he gets his ass whipped constantly like he's definitely relatable, but he is just a stone cold. When it's time to draw, you're dead, like kind of guy. It is like it's I'm, so I'm it's like in. I'm it's like spaghetti good. western yeah, style in like new good. age. So it's like this is good. Justified. So now I have now I have a new, I'll have a new gauge going in 2021. So by 2021, I can give you my list of like most badass action movie cool studs. Yeah, and if Raylan, we'll get that. On, we'll get Raylan that on one. That'll be one on one. So stay tuned for this section of the pod. We might have to change from like half Mandalorian, half like action movie, badass ranking. 
we'll see. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, we got we got NBA coming back too as an NFL wraps up. You want to talk about the NFL? Your team sucks, so does mine. You're talking about nope. Let's not talk about the NFL. Let's just I don't, honestly I don't want to talk about the NFL at all. Let's, let's pretend this NFL season never happened, even as I sit here in a Cam Newton Patriots jersey. Because mad love for Cam, <laughs> mad love for Bill. But um, hey, best luck in the draft, and I'll see you guys next year. Because. Yeah. Are you, so, are you uh, super, NBA, NBA, are you NBA. Super, yeah, so we got like, what do we got? Uh, f- uh, five games on Christmas. Yeah, we got Day. some good games. We got some great games. So we got Zion and the Pelicans and Jimmy Butler yep. in the yep. Heat. Yep. Uh, we got Steph versus Giannis. Oh, yeah. We're excited. Uh, oh, we got Kyrie, K- Kyrie KD going to give your Celtics buckets all day. Oh, man. Yep. He's going to bring his Sage. I'm excited. That's an L for Boston for sure, probably by 30 or so. Yeah, man. I'm not. I like this year's Celtics team, man. I like, I like them, but I just don't think. I don't consider them a top in the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I even I, just I don't think they're as good. As, I don't think they were as. I like them. Like, I like the team personality. I don't think it works. Yeah, just because of the Celtics, I don't think they're good. So it's just on principle. I don't think the Jeff. I don't think the Jeff Teague thing makes them better. I think it makes them worse, actually. Mm, that'd be good. I'd think love. about any. No, seriously though, think about when has the when have the Celtics since 2010. So let's let's do the new Celtics. I'll even just in 2010 is a stretch because that's 10 years ago, right? Mm. When in the past 10 years have we signed a a vet like a vet point guard or a vet shooting guard that is helped us uh well i mean Kyrie. all that has helped you a vet a vet that has helped us i mean Kyrie was a vet come on now at that point you think so he 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 gamed the warriors in the finals that's a vet he was that was you think he was a vet then when you game somebody when you game someone in game seven of the finals you're a veteran there is no lower standard than that You've you've done everything. I think you're a stud. I think you're a stud. I think veteran is more just a time thing. Oh, so like you want an old washed up player? Boston has no. I think I'm 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 I'm, Boston's had Paul Pierce and like Kevin Garnett, all bunch of old washed up. No, but I'm saying I'm saying like, but those no, but those guys like that's different though. Like because Paul Pierce was always there and he became that on the Celtics. Like we just signed Jeff. We just signed Jeff T because what? Yeah, I don't know why. Probably because you don't have Kemba for a minute. So we get we had to wave Jeff T. We like I I don't I like I'm <laughs> like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. What if they do? What if they get what if Kevin comes back? The Tristan play? Thompson thing. God, <laughs> do you know how mad I am? Like now I come back to Boston. This is all great, and like I'm sitting here waiting for a vaccine. But you know what the vaccine means? The Kardashians are going to infiltrate Boston, and I'm just going to be like Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> I gotta cut like like I'm 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 sitting here applying to get my sideline credentials for the Celtics games, just to be able to cover these games, and now I'm gonna have to be worried about the Kardashians on side like because I'm like okay we could, I I rather have had Marcus Morris like we could have just done that. Marcus Morris, I mean that would have been bad either like but yeah that's that's I mean that that's what the Celtics are they just like they're just kind of like that team that is fun to follow but I also like to see fail so. Hey, man they're 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 fun to be a fan of. But, I mean, I just have like a, I just have giant, um, 
philosophical differences as, as a human being with Boston fans in general. So it's kind of yeah, same. But I, mean, I try but, to I try to ignore that, <laughs> given how good given how good Boston sports have been to me in my life and my own little personal bubble. Uh-huh. I try to act like Boston sports fans aren't synonymous with my sports fandom. Mm. But it's getting harder and harder to like act like that's not a thing, man. Every because day. it is a thing, Jordan. You can't ignore yeah, it. It is a thing. Like that's I what know. it is. I know. And the fact that you guys started winning in every sport doesn't make it any better. Because you guys were insufferable like, before the rings. Like, and then the Red Sox start winning, the Celtics started mm-hmm. winning again, the Bruins were winning, the Patriots, like, okay. Now these Well, and that's play. what I'll say. Like the, this is this is why like if anybody like asked me like like, cause I'm a, I always say I'm a New England sports fan, but everybody who knows me knows, like, I'm selective with that. And people call me flip cause I'd be flipping on my team, whatever. <laughs> but, but I will say like the two easiest teams, what are the two easiest Boston sports teams to be a fan of in my lifetime, not in history, in my lifetime. So in the past 20 years, what are the two Boston sports fans that is Boston sports teams that are easiest to be part of? Uh, Patriots and Red Sox. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, my favorite team is the Celtics. Not because it was easy to root for them. It was because just that was my team. And all I wanted was for them to win one championship. Like, I still remember waking up the day KG and Ray Allen got traded after the draft and being, like, going up. Like, I really ran up to my pop's room and being like, yo, dad, did that really happen yesterday? Because I was like, yeah, this doesn't happen for the Celtics. So, like, that's why – that's my squad. The other teams are really easy to root for. I'm like, like I'm a huge fan of the Red Sox. Obviously a big Patriots fan. Like, I'm always support both teams. But it's like the, the, the team I was a fan of because they were so bad and then got good. Like, I was never a fan of the Celtic or the Patriots when they were, like, bad and then they got good. They just were – I always knew them as good. The Red Sox, too, it was like 04. So, I'm, like, still pretty young. I'm like a fan of just a good team. The Celtics were the only Boston sports team that I was like, these dudes are losing to Steven Jackson, Jeff Foster, and the Indiana Pacers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Like, this is Joe. Like, what is going on? And then it became, and not like, I'm not knocking on those two dudes. Those are two very good pros. But like, then after that, I'm like, yo, the Celtics won a championship and I got to go to the parade. That was like, that's why I'm a Boston sports fan. Well, that was probably the coolest you'd ever been in your life. Now you just suck because you went all the time. It is. So, like, actually, you no, know no, what? I'm, I'm just, actually, you're, no, about was, lot, you're about to be a lot cooler right now because the Patriots suck again. So now I'm about to yeah, like so you a lot more. This year because yeah. we had eight opt-outs, so what? I mean, but it's, you don't have Tom Brady anymore, so it's over. Dynasty's dead. Dark, like Dark okay. Trooper. Dark Trooper dead. Okay. Like, like when Tom Brady left, that was like Luke Skywalker whipping your dark troopers. That's what happened to the Patriots. It's over. That's just not true. It's over. It's like done for a couple of years, man. Yeah, maybe like for year. like you know a couple of decades. Like it's done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. You think that? You think that? But I'm saying you're gonna be more likable. But I would help, agree. It's gonna help you. I would agree with you. It's help I you. would agree with you if Bill Belichick was on his way out. He is. How old is that dude? Way out of where? 
Way out of where? Was he like 85 right now? How old is he? You know how much that man loves his basic New England life? Now he's going to go coach somewhere else, though. What are you talking about? Do you know how much this man – He'll probably go coach the Jets next, actually. He'll he'll do that one this time. Okay. Let's let's just run it – Like, we could even just run it back to Bill Belichick was in New York and Cleveland, and now he's in New England. Like, he's – and he had okay, he was in New York and Cleveland, and then he had success in New England. Let's not even go to the like extremely, he had success here. Like, he 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 is New England now. Like, what are you no. what are you saying? He's oh, dude, hold up, Tom Brady's gone. You think that's Tom fine? Brady is gone. Tom Brady was never New England, though. What are you talking Tom, about? What do you mean? What am I? Tom Brady makes avocado ice cream. Who in New England eats avocado ice cream, bro? You like, think he. He was never on brand with New England. Bill Belichick wears cut-off sweatshirts. His face looks like he's pissed off all the time because he sits out in the cold, and he just is like doesn't even like talking to people. That's New England. No, dude. He lives oh, in like he lives in like a vineyard or something. Like he's not New yeah. England. He's like he's like yeah, upper. It's it, Matt. We're talking about perception here, right? Right. We could talk okay. about reality. The reality is both of these dudes make millions of dollars that nobody can relate to. The perception is mm. that Bill Belichick is New England. Well, you guys are going to fire him in a couple of years, though. What are you? Oh, my God. Well, if he doesn't win, you're not going to keep him around because everybody will know it was Brady the whole time. So you'll just do like – you really think, though? You're going to you fire really, Belichick really, that he's going to go coach the Jets. you really sit like, here right now and tell me you think Robert Kraft would fire him? Like, you don't oh, think they no. would come to a mutual agreement? I think, I think Robert – Even if it got to the point where they we were we were like – so bad for like the next three years. You yeah. don't think he would just be like, "No, we'll come to a mutual agreement." No, I think I think what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is Robert Kraft's going to die, and then like the new ownership group is going to fire Belichick because he's an asshole or something. They don't like him. So it's a it's a cycle, it's a circle of life, man. Everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. The Patriots right now are at the end part, where it's just like. Goodbye. You know, remember it was like AOL? Remember logging off AOL back in the day? Remember that? America Online? Oh, goodbye. goodbye. Remember it always says goodbye to you? That's what's that. Mm-hmm. That's AOL is telling the Patriots right now. Goodbye. No. See, I love that you think this along with the rest of like, that's like, we're also sitting here like we didn't have eight opt outs. Like, what? Bill's, Bill's like, Mafia is the future. The future of what? Um, like the shit show I mean, of America? I mean, like, what are you talking about? I mean, they won the division this year. They look pretty Bill's good. Bill's Mafia is the next Cowboys nation. Like, that's what they are. Like, just a disappointment of football fans. Like, that's what they are. Like, now that the next, that the next Northeast like fan base is gonna get 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 to ride the wave now. Like, that's their next. Yeah, ride the wave to the championship and lose. Good for them. Patriots are gonna become the Bills. The Bills are gonna become the Patriots. You know, I don't know what's great though. You know, what's great as like a football fan because like i will say i'm a such like I'm, i won't say i'm a, a big pat, but I'm a, i am a fan of patrick mahomes see this is the thing that people don't understand like after after patrick mahomes is done winning his rings and his little reign of thing here then it's gonna be the patriots again he's like 25 that's, happen. that's great five more years he's not gonna be good past you're gonna you're gonna be like living in australia by the time that happens with kangaroos and stuff this is true this is true but That'll be like by the time I get there, Patrick Mahomes will have one of his championships. Like his championship window is the next 
five, six years. But then after that, it's like Patriots for the next 10. You just got done rooting for Tom Brady your whole life. And you think Patrick Mahomes is a five or six year window with the way they can't touch quarterbacks in the NFL now? Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm being generous here. I'm that dude has a 15 year, that dude has a 15 year you, window. Listen, 15 year window. Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm trying your to kids, your kids will be in high school when he's done. Like that's what. Listen, going. man. Listen, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying <laughs> to be a New England fan while also you know, being a fan of Patrick Mahomes here. Hey, if Be- if Belichick can trade for Deshaun Watson, we'll be on the same page because you got to help me out with that. Like, man, they traded DeAndre Hopkins and then they fired the coach. Wait, like, I just wanted that to know backwards. What happened? Wait, what happened with Stephon Gilmore today? Because that could break my. I mean, I don't even know why you're worried about that. The Patriots are done. But like, Patrick Dunn, bro. But like, I don't want my dude. No one wants to listen to you. Look up your Patriots players. But I, do you think? Do you think that? Do okay? But do you? How do you think the Patriots look next year with a Pro Bowl cornerback coming off an ACL tear or a Pro Bowl cornerback coming off an ACL sprain? Like, which one sounds better to you? Um, bad both ways, worse one way. So like, ACL spring, no playoffs. ACL I said which way sounds better. I okay. said which way sounds better. Well, I did not. I mean, you're asking me like, which one would I rather eat a shoe or a belt? Like I wouldn't rather eat either. Like, I don't know. It's a belt. You rather eat a belt than a, I mean, but like, what's the point at that? Like, Shoes go in the mud. Shoes go in dirt. Shoes. Dude, belts are shit. around. Belts are around your crotch all day. But when have belts ever touched shit? If you like rip a fart, that goes that seeps into the belt leather, and then you're eating your. It's own much fart. worse than if your boots stepped in dog shit, and I had to well, eat. Well, yeah, but you shouldn't step in dog. You should see that and walk around it. But there's a higher chance of you stepping in dog shit than getting. Please, please tell me there's a higher chance of you stepping in dog shit than getting shit on your belt. Well, hold up. There's a high. I didn't say shit. I said farting with a belt on. Like there's a higher chance of you doing okay. a passing gas. Passing gas while wearing a belt and there's a step in the dog crap. Mm. For sure. Like tenfold even, maybe. I guess I, I don't even know the last time I stepped maybe, in dog maybe dirt. When's the last time you stepped in dog? I don't even remember the last time I stepped in dog crap. It's probably like 200 farts ago, probably. Probably. So yeah, think about that. Like that belt is worn me. right now. I'm not, yeah, no way. Honestly, me, probably like 650. <laughs> Let's do NBA pick them now that we gross everybody out. Yeah, now everyone, everyone turned this off. Yeah, now they're like, whoa, this podcast. Now that now that nobody's listening, let's get to <laughs> we our lost all our listeners with that. Let's get to our ridiculous NBA pick. <laughs> we lost all our listeners with that segment alone. Now we're gonna do NBA pick them. No oh yeah, I can't wait. Um, all right, so uh we got five games Christmas Day. Let's start with Pelicans Heat, Zion versus Jimmy. Who you got? I'm going we'll just, like, we'll just do a running tally all season, see who wins. I'm going heat. I'm going Heat. I don't think they're coming off the NBA Finals and are going to put up a loss. I got It's going to be a close game, though. It's going to be a really close game. Ben okay. Pelican's got an awesome roster. Brandon and Ingram is going to be a stud this year. They got great pieces, whether it's J.J. Redick, Zion, some of their young guys that they even have now. Even they got Eric Bledsoe now, too, huh, at the point. Steven Adams. Uh, they got yeah, a good little roster. They got a good little roster, but they're going to need to put it together. I'd say Miami has it has more of an identity and they end up winning that game just because they know what to do later down the stretch. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not like happy about 
Drew Bledsoe or Drew uh, Holiday not being in the situation anymore for Same. Same. the Pelicans. Like, I think that Same. is a stud. So. I think he is one of the best two-way players in the NBA. Oh, that's I totally agree with you, 100%. I think he's super underrated. I think so, he's one of the most underrated players. And he has had one of the most polished, great careers of NBA players I've seen. In yeah. My life. And did you see what he's doing? Yeah. The what him and his wife are doing? Yeah. To uh, local and black the, businesses. Yeah. The rest of his 2020 salary, that is yeah. dope. That's like, amazing. That's amazing. That dude is Shout awesome. Drew Holiday. I will, I will stand Drew Holiday until the end of time. Yeah. Great dude. Great guy. All right, so uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Heat because that's just too much. Like, yeah, no Drew all hey, day. Hey, hey, and quick side note: Duncan Robinson has a full sleeve now. Shout out Duncan <laughs> Robinson from Massachusetts. He was on the JJ Reddick podcast, which I've listened to. Every, well, I'm sorry, JJ Reddick podcast isn't a thing. He was on the Old Man and the Three podcast, mm-hmm. and they shouted him out. He talked about getting a sleeve. They talked about it on the pod. He finally got it. It is tough. He looks like an even more elite shooter now. I hope he shoots a higher percentage because of it. Just <laughs> goes up to like 60% on catch and yeah. shoots. I hope so. Okay. All right. So we're both on the heat. Uh, Warriors, Bucks. Woohoo! Bucks. Yeah. It's it's got to be Bucks, right? Like, well, we just they got Drew, they got Drew Holiday. Holiday. They got Giannis. Like, I really can't wait to see in the fourth quarter when Drew Holiday has to guard Steph. I know. Right? Awesome. That's gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Bucks too. I don't even think it's gonna be close either. No, neither do I. Who do the Bucks have? Like, I mean, who do the Warriors have? Like, that's uh, Giannis. Um, yeah. yeah. Unless like James Wiseman's the truth. But... That's what I'm saying. Unless he just like does some shit we've never seen before, and he's like, mm-hmm. we break them. Hey, I hope it could be that way. But I, I mean, I hope Steph goes off, but because it'll be a good game. Yeah, yeah. If he if he's like ordinary, they're gonna get worked. So I got the Bucks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, KD and Kyrie going going for fifty each against your Celtics. Who's next? Mm-hmm. You picking the Celtics? <laughs> Dude, people are listening to this. They can't just listen to you not. You gotta say, you gotta like talk words. What do you mean? I I didn't I didn't. You just you lied. I didn't not shoot my. <laughs> are your seeds gonna hold? Gonna stop? Kyrie, no, I got KD? The- What do you got? Hey man, I, I I don't think I don't know. After what I saw, and I'm not trying to overreact to the preseason, man. KD looks like good because it doesn't dude. good because it doesn't matter at all. But yeah, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but KD look. All I'm saying is KD looks like that dude. So I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and be like, I don't think the Celtics roster right now has a response for that dude. No, they don't. Yo, I saw him, man. He caught the rip. Like Marcus Smart, who is one of our best defenders. Marcus Smart was guarding him on a way set. Like Katie's at half court. Marcus is at the free throw line extended. Like Kyrie took a dribble, or whoever had the ball, took a dribble at midcourt, gave it to KD. This is like mid-third quarter. Like Katie took one dribble. And there was nobody, like, it was like not, no one could keep up with him. No one could cover the distance he could, like. I don't know. That Brooklyn team, that Brooklyn, that Brooklyn team looks good. I will say that first Mm -hmm. night, I think now, if there were, I I actually really mean this. If there's fans, Boston would never lose a Christmas Day home game with fans. 
especially if Kyrie Irving is coming back in that situation. And no, it's going to be too loud, too obnoxious. He's not winning that game. That's not how it's happening. No fans. KD is going to go, this is just like a workout. I'm having a good time. Everybody else is going to fill in their place. Uh, I think Boston, with adjusting to their newish roster, not going to be able to keep up with the high scoring. So you're picking the the Nets. I'm going to go with the Nets. As much as it hurts me to do, I am going to go with Brooklyn. Freaking traitor on Christmas Day. How am I a traitor? What? How I, didn't say, I didn't even say you that. Want to know? I didn't. I didn't say that. We're not. We're not talking about postseason projections because I didn't say you know, what's going to ruin the Brooklyn. You know, let's not even go there. I didn't even call you it. That's, I, you, that's it. You not just it. That's like your own guilt right there. I didn't say yeah. anything. So who you got then? Who you got? Who you In got? that game? Yep. <laughs> like that's by twenty, dude. Yeah. That's fine. That's yeah. good. Um, LeBron versus Luca. LeBron versus LeBron. Luka next. LeBron. LeBron. Why'd you say that like it's not even dramatic? Because LeBron. Okay. Another boring pick that was. I'm picking Luka. LeBron. Of course. I'm picking Luka. Those, those Mavericks-Lakers games were good games last year. The European heir to the throne? Yeah. Luka. <laughs> you know Luka's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. He's Honestly, like- if he was right for that Clippers series, they probably don't beat those. They probably don't beat the Mavs with the little nuggets. No, he yeah, take, yeah, he would have beaten both. Oh, okay, wait, a minute. no, yeah, it was. It, it, had more, it had more to do with the rest of that. Yeah, I guess. So he needs to be healthy, but then that rest of that roster needs to like do a lot more. Like Porzingis oh, yeah. can't get ejected like that. Porzingis, I mean, even though he I missed the series, he was, he was hurt. I know, but he like, got ejected. Like he got ejected on that bump call. I know, but that's was, what I'm saying. Like, he he needed to do more than like so. He, yeah. They need him because that's if, – if he matches up with AD, it becomes a completely different series. Right. First of all, one of the most fun matchups to watch in all of basketball. And then also it's way more competitive. Yeah. No, I mean, like the, the Mavs are closer than people think. Like, No, they are. They weren't healthy and the, and the Clippers still struggle with them. So mm-hmm. that's going to be – that's going to be a team to watch. Like Luka LeBron is going to be – I wrote a preseason article on them before they went <laughs> back into the bubble, man. And it's actually really fun to look at. If you look at some of the like offensive efficiency stat, offensive efficiency stats, excuse me, for the Mavs last year, like it was one of the most efficient offenses in NBA history, like ever. Like it, it was like top five in efficiency really? ever. Yeah. Ever. ever. Awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're legit. I love it. They were good. Just yeah, I'm pe- that's where we did. So we disagree on that one. I'm picking the match. You got the Lakers. Forming this this pseudo. Oh, I definitely got the Lakers. Okay. All right, last one. Clippers course, Nuggets. Yeah. Clippers Nuggets rematch. Last one. Oh, that's a great one, and I got the Clippers. Okay. Even though I like. Mm, Yeah, I got the Clippers. I'm going to stay with that. Even though the Nuggets are so, like, to my, I'm kind of going against what I just said about all the other teams, and especially, like, in this, like, uh, like, what I was saying about the Celtics and the changes. Like, the Clippers have had more changes than a lot of the teams I've just picked. Mm-hmm. But I think because of all the BS they've had to hear about 
what they went through in that series, they're just going to make sure they play well for this one night where Denver's like, we owned you in a seven-game series in a bubble. So you can have this little Christmas Day game and make yourself feel better. But just know what we did to you guys. Okay. Um, so I get you. I feel you on that. Like I understand that the Clippers are probably going to come out like it's the NBA Finals because of what happened. I I don't think with all the changes they've had that they're just going to like have that switch ready to go. I think they need some more time. So I think the Nuggets are going to beat them again and kind of like steal a headline saying they still are kind of like that team that the Clippers can't get past or whatever. Like, which is probably more likely, which is probably right. But um, so it'll happen later in the season. But but uh, mm, no, I just also think with this Kawhi Leonard bullshit right now, excuse my language, but I think he's gonna be like, for real, like this is what y'all want to talk. Nah, let me let me make y'all talk about my playing again instead of this extra <laughs> stuff. He's gonna be like, hey, here's thirty five, ten, and eight. You can talk about. Okay. You're gonna be like, oh, all right, yeah. Never mind. I mean, I think Kawhi's going to have 35, 10, and 8, but I think they're going to lose. Oh, so he's going to pull a book night. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good swing back. I just think, I just think the Nuggets are better than the Clippers right now. So, like, that's the thing about this NBA season. I agree. Like, I agree. This NBA season but I think is like that, too quick. But no, like, I agree. I agree. I agree. But I think that one game, like, you know, for that yeah. one, one game, it's not going to be about the X's and O's. For that one game, late in the night, end of the day on Christmas, it's not going to be about what's the better team. It's going to be what, what's the better story. It's going to be, okay. what's, Chris, what's Christmas night? What are we I talking think, about Christmas I, night? We're talking about thing. Santa. I think, it's I think, Santa Christmas <laughs> night. We're talking about magic. We're talking about wait, a bunch of – hold up. Wait, it's, it's Christmas day. Santa's already gone. Yeah, but his vibe's still there. No, there it's over with. You don't think you don't think Santa and Kawhi are tighter than like Santa and Jamal Murray? Not by the time they tip off, it's over. Santa's like, all right, Kawhi, go ahead. They already said goodbye. He's back chilling, North Pole. Watching it on like whatever channel it's on, TNT or whatever. What are they on? No, nah, he's you watching in the he's watching in the sleigh. You know okay. he got he got the he got the hookup in the sleigh. I think the Clippers will be better than the Nuggets next year. I just don't think it'll be on day one. I think or on Christmas Day. I think everyone's expecting that narrative to flip right there, and the Clippers to come out like gangbusters. But they've had no, like a lot of, they, the they've had too many changes many, where they got to get the, chemistry right. They're not right. I've right. just seen I've seen the Clippers play too well at the beginning of the season, and then just flame out. Like I don't think that, like they have even more talent now, like arguably. Yeah. But like I think now they're gonna be like ball out, and it's gonna be like, oh shit after the like it's gonna be like a thing after the first game. We're gonna like crown them as champions again. Like everybody, goes, mm. oh my god! Like look at how good they looked against the Nuggets. Like they re- they redeemed all their, and then they're gonna just be regular. That's what I think. It's more so. Oh, like I think it's the opposite. I think they're gonna come out looking regular and they'll get better as the year goes on. Yeah. See, I, I mean, they don't have Montrezl Harrell anymore. They don't. I mean, yeah, I don't think they're as. I don't even think they're as good as a team as they were last year. No, but they're not gonna match up very well with the Nuggets. They're gonna match up worse with the Nuggets than they did last year. They're not ready yet. It's only been like three months, hasn't it? Yeah. Since they got when did they get whipped? So September? Right, yeah. So it's like, no. I think they'll I mean, especially Kawhi and PG, like yeah. they're not ready for this yet. They don't care about Christmas. Not, I mean, even the Lakers don't. So it's like they'll they'll get they'll get right later in the season, but it won't be but the Nuggets, the Nuggets will keep it going. They'll win again, I think. True. All right, so we agree on three, we agree on two, so we'll we'll check back next week and see who got it.
Can't wait. This was fun. Fun episode one. Hope people liked it. Oh, man. I can't wait. This, um, is, this, this is just the beginning, man. Just the beginning. Just so the, that's episode one, Scurry and the Scrub in the books. We'll come back at you next Sunday. Scurry and the uh, Scrub. More crate analysis, more Big East talk, more everything. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.